0: You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Alright, you ready? Ibrahim, yep.
1: I think it, my, my following. Yeah, <laughs> um, all right, let's do this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 124 of Beshiktash Internationals, the Black Eagles podcast. I am your host, Sinan, sporting live from a rainy and windy New York City, and with me again is. The co-host, the askman, Efron. How you doing, sir?
0: Doing good. How are you?
1: Good, good. Um, quite a week. We we've actually already had to. We're gonna have to eat our own words on today's podcast. Oh,
0: I'm definitely eating my own words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in particular. Uh,
1: but I mean, I certainly agree with you. Um, but we also get to kind of like the good news is, is that that's, that's like in a positive sense we have good stuff to talk about today and a lot of it for that um but so yeah man how you doing uh how are you faring in this late summer uh with the the transfer season slash off season slash pre-season slash um your champions league qualifier season how you doing with it all yeah it's it's
0: definitely all kind of like a, a whirl. Sure it is. You know, everything's kind of happening at once. It's all accelerated. Uh, I think, like, I didn't even realize last episode, I was like, wow, we're missing some guys. Apparently, our youth national team has a training camp. Um, at the same time, we're doing preseason, you know, everything's just kind of being, like, crunched together. Um, our play, well, our, I think our, um, the, our qualifiers, like, two days after the Champions League final, but they already started the preliminary rounds for this champions league so everything's just really um you know all over the place but uh, i'm enjoying being able to watch you know footy again on the television even if it's not best so uh yeah yes, guess there's even that
1: enjoying the uh champions league stuff i mean i know you are because yeah. it's it's all this we, we've been talking about how overhyped england in the premier league is and so lo and behold, <laughs> look who's not not in it to win it um no yeah it's been it's been an interesting time also like on the other end nba playoffs are here like um in america the election season is really grinding down (laughs) that matters at this point um no it's uh it's a whirlwind all around and it's funny because we were in this kind of like zombie like stupor for months nobody knowing what the hell was going on anywhere in the world with anything much less football. And here we are uh, and, and I'll be honest, like I've been I'm a night owl as it is. I get a lot of work done late at night. Uh, but so there's like now there's that excuse to stay up an extra hour. Oh, let me see. Let me see if any news comes in with the kind of morning dump uh, with transfers uh, and then another hour just to see if anything interesting comes in, because it's always it's been somewhat disappointing uh, if you're following day by day. But on the other hand, like, it really has been a whirlwind and there's a lot coming in. And so there's always a reason to stay up. There's always like a new thing, a new rumor, a new something to talk about. Um, so yeah, it's been, uh, you know, losing sleep. And it's also another reason you wake up in the morning, whereas you might uh, go back to sleep for an hour or two. Uh, you, you really kind of jump up to check your phone to see if anything's happened. So. It's like a, col- a culmination of things that prevents you from getting any sleep, being extra stressed in this already uh, stressful time. But uh, yeah, we're here and it's happening. And I mean, so h- how how many days until our match against Pauk for the Champions League Qualifier? As, as of now, we're recording on
0: the 17th at night. So I believe, if my math is correct, that's like eight days. Yeah. Um. Which is not a lot. It's you know it's a little over a week. Um, Do you know for some news we're gonna discuss? It's oh some people maybe need to get used to some things in that exactly, week. Yeah. or Eight days. So um, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. More business that will be done. Um, I think there's one transfer in particular we're we're hearing. Um, that Sarregan wants it to be in for the Powell game. That would have to be done pretty soon. You would think. Yeah. No um, spoilers. Though. Well done. So- well done. And yeah, no spoilers. But. Um, so yeah, let's dig
1: in. So this, this, we have a huge episode in terms of content. Um, we're gonna try to breeze through it. You know, typically, when it comes to talking about the actual football on the pitch, we can't help ourselves. And so when there's like less to talk about, we go way overboard. But so what we're gonna try to counter that with uh, with the opposite here. We're just gonna try to breeze through this, give you all the news, uh, and let you do with it what you will uh, and I mean obviously we'll give some insight some of our opinions as if we're,
0: we're only human yeah. Um,
1: yeah,
0: but we also don't want to make this a obscenely long yeah exactly know, either. This, like Two we're going to
1: really go through <laughs> each position of the team uh, and not like to talk about who's on the team and how they're doing or anything like that um, but uh, really just to um, give you all the news and, 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 and it'll be a combination of guys on the team, uh, incoming transfers, maybe, etc, etc. So yeah, let's, let's, this is a sort of new format, but it should uh, enable us to go quicker, hopefully, in theory. Uh, but so let's start from the back, as we do, um, and start from our keeper position. And obviously, Erson Destanula is our man going forward. That's been decided, and that's exciting. I mean, this kid's gonna get at the very least a Champions League qualifier under his belt for the first time in his life, uh, and hopefully more, uh, and we hope for the best. I, I feel good about him. But so there's news on the transfer front, and it's uh, it's a change of pace. So the big talk with Sergio Karen for a while, when I, I came out in opposition, not a fan of it, Lately, what's really, I mean, the only thing really being talked about in the news whatsoever, uh, and it's gaining some traction even, is talk of Gokan Akan. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Do you have any uh, feelings about the rumors themselves, the veracity of them, or
0: uh, the player? Um, I mean, I think he's a player that maybe we haven't spoken about on air, but that was like. Low key, potentially like a starter for a, you know a bigger team. He's been playing for Reezer for the past couple of years. Um, he's kind of at like a good age, but for a backup, I feel like that might be a step down for him. You know, he's he's not an old old man. Um, I feel you know he could be a starter at a better team. So it's it would be surprising if it did happen. Um, We've said that already. I've been proven yeah, wrong exactly. in the past. I've been proven wrong in the past. But, yeah, he's only 25, um, which for a goalie, especially, he's pretty young. Um, his contract is still 2022, um, so, you know, they're not going to just, like, let him go. He plays pretty much every game for them. So, um, I feel like he would cost a, a decent amount. And then on top of that, to come in as a backup doesn't really seem right. Um, unless he'd probably want to come They want Erson to be was the gonna backup. I he'd but... come
1: in. At least in his mind, to compete for that that, that yeah. role, that number one role,
0: which couldn't hurt. And that was like kind of not what we were expecting, but let's um, be
1: real though for like, a second. You know. Like, in a sense, it's an ideal scenario. And so far as if he pushes Arison out, it's by merit, you you might imagine. And if he doesn't, he's pushing Arison further to to sort of cement that role and kind of keep on his toes yeah. a little bit. I mean, it's a it's not like a. A people-friendly manager's move, you know what I mean? Like, you, uh, you might want to kind of coddle yeah, him I a mean, little.
0: We've seen a lot of big clubs do this, but I'm not really sure if Besiktas is in the financial position, and he's a starter.
1: We have these funky moves so. with loans that we've, we've shown uh, some loans, creativity. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little. Uh, so who knows? they will be a two-year loan plus option or something, you know. Um, since we've already activated, we'll talk about that. Uh, no spoilers, uh, but so yeah. That's all there is to talk about as far as keepers go. Your thoughts are basically that you'd love to see it, but it doesn't seem reasonable, right?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're in the position to be spoiled for choice at goalkeeper right now. I think we'll go for a cheaper um, option instead of a prime age keeper.
1: Who's giving us the rumors
0: on Gokhan Akaya? It's like a spore, talk of Takvim
1: uh-huh so not like the not the heavy hitters as far as the truth goes yeah okay okay yeah so that's anyway another thing to consider in in this like ongoing conversation as far as who our backup keeper is going to be uh certainly i think
0: and, uh, D-H-A. certainly are
1: very that, for me that would obviously be the very uh the, the by far the best option but also probably the least realistic if Sinan Bolat was a stretch, because he would want to be a starter, I think Kokanakaya is even more of one. Um, although, I don't know, maybe not. I don't, who knows? I guess for him, it's a step up because it's Bashik and he's still young, so he could have the starry eyed, you know, whereas Sinan Bolat, you'd think, would be a little shrewder and kind of acknowledge
0: the, the odds eyes. here. But
1: anyway, moving on. Um, let's talk, while we're on the back line, let's talk a little bit about the center of the defense and there's not a lot of talk i i would have assumed by now we would have sold one of our three foreign central defenders uh, or at least talked vita into a, a lesser contract but there's been no news on that front whatsoever um enzo rocco just celebrated his 28th birthday i think so happy birthday to him um but, yeah, uh, the only real news to talk about is, is, of course, on the transfer front. And in that regard, there is talk. Like, the Wellington stuff, which we really sort of already reported last week, is still not happening. What do you, what, what's the news there, everyone
0: Yeah, I, I don't even, like, know what's going on here. Um, Kind of like how the InSakala thing was, like, done forever and then wasn't announced. Uh, I guess we can well, don't talk forget, more. Don't forget, don't forget Spoilers. G. Man, my guy Ahmed G. Yeah. Gulai so the, Alanya already announced Fatih Aksoy in the trade as like a being a done deal, he's their player. Um but there's you know there was reports saying that we were agreeing to give them Ahmed Gulai from the youth academy, and then apparently our fans were like, No, can't do that. Uh didn't know we had so many um scouts in the uh Ahmed in the fans. G. My guy so Ahmed that, G
1: is the next transfer, Carlos. Man, w'e talking about.
0: <laughs> you don't know?
1: Apparently, he's held up the uh, the transfer. Can't be giving um, him yeah. out willy nilly. Come on.
0: And uh, boy, he's he's been there's a there was a video released by a certain someone that we have to talk about. I think next oh, in yeah, this episode, but uh, yeah, sure. showing him yeah in like training yes. camp. But secretly. But, like, and then they had really. that deleted. It got yeah. taken down too. Got taken down, but once it's up, it's up. Everyone's seen it. So, uh, yeah, this is weird. I think they're trying to talk down his salary, trying to get the deal with Alanya, like, finalized, and it's not been an efficient operation.
1: No, no. And so we're still waiting on that. Wellington would be our 14th foreigner, by the way. So that's something to consider. Four
0: foreign center backs, which is a little bit over the top. Yes,
1: indeed. Um, so that still remains unresolved. Real quick, who who amongst the four do you want to see out?
0: Go um, for me. I would have to pick Rocco. I like Iceman a little bit more. Yeah, I like Isimata a little bit more. See, I was he can move a little bit, but
1: I was firmly on that side of things uh, until the season. But I actually I was pleased with the play of Enzo Rocco all in all, and more more you know most most the most importantly. Excuse me. Um, I really appreciate how, having not really gotten much of a chance, it was a really good teammate. Didn't seem to be making a big stink about it, and then stepped in and played really well when given the opportunity. Um, really, it took Sargen coming in us for some reason. Not, he really liked him, I guess, but uh, which could spell well for him, I think, as far as maybe if, if it's between him or Isimat. Matt. Uh, looked like Sargen had a thing for him that's to some degree although obviously it could have been necessity given how crazy everything got there but uh i don't know we'll see um i was formerly on team easy matt again like now i'm kind of on team rocco but i could go either way i don't really care i feel like maybe rocco could actually earn us more money theoretically so maybe if that's the case i'm on team easy matt but we'll see um yes so left back now uh which we already sort of talked about in sakala a lot and we already kind of confirmed it even but yeah he's really official official now i got a real interesting uh, twitter instagram video uh with a guitar that everyone was talking about for about a couple days or so um
0: yeah and then he was the one who uploaded the video of wellington laughing Saying haha, he's a black eagle. Let's go!" And he was and laughing. And was like, "Not nah, yet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he had to take it down because I don't think he was supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, but that somehow made him a fan favorite on day one. So to his credit, <laughs> uh, he's already very popular. Our friend, he's already announced um, the transfer. Followed our friends over at Besiktas France, uh, Aurelien, and them. Uh, and been in communication with them from what I understand. So he's, he seems like a really uh, outspoken, good guy. Um, but yeah, so good luck to him with the club. I, I think he could be a he could be a good fit. Uh, also at left back, Amit Gulai, we already mentioned, uh, sort of was a stick in the spoke of the plans to get Wellington over here. But uh, in this process, uh, and with everyone hyping him up for whatever reason, our boy, Ahmet G, uh, got himself a big extension um, just today. It was announced, or yesterday. Uh, yes, that's it. That's all we have on the left side of the defense. There's not really much else to report because obviously we're we're pretty locked in with Nsakala, I would imagine, as our starter, and Ridvan Yilmaz as the clearly tabbed backup at this point. Um, other side of the defense, we will switch in this... This side has a lot to report. We, we technically only need one right back with Douglas still in the squad. There was talk of us wanting to get rid of him, uh, maybe selling him to Erzurum score. Obviously that didn't happen. He is still right now the only right back in the squad. But I, I from what the, the news reported that Sergei Yalchin said that we needed to sort of focus our efforts um, and kind of quickly get the big deal done uh, with our center, the center of our midfield uh, because he wanted them to focus on the right back because clearly that's a huge void right now. Um, and the big news, obviously, we talked about it last week a bit, was Karsdorp, and that heated up for a couple days. And then it got quickly undercut by another right back from Roma. And now that's really heating up, and people are saying that that's really on the brink of happening and fairly legitimate sources even. Uh, and that guy is, drum roll,
0: Everyone. Oh, Davide Santon.
1: Oh, yeah, just David, I think. But yeah, David Santon, David. who was once upon a time a wonder kid. Uh, but that yeah. somehow did not work out for Inter Milan, right?
0: Yeah, like 90 potential in FIFA 11 or something like that. Or FIFA 10. Yeah.
1: And yet, here we are.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. what happened? What happened
1: to this kid? Do you, do you know anything about him?
0: He's not a kid anymore. Um, he's like 29, I believe. Yeah, no, he's he's a, he's a man. He plays for Roma. Uh, he's kind of he went to Newcastle in the Premier League. Didn't really work out too well. Um, went back to Inter. I mean, it wasn't awful, but went back to Inter. Um, now he's at Roma. It's kind of he's just kind of like he's right-footed, but he spent most of his career playing left-back as a right-footer, um, which is really unusual. I actually thought he was left-footed just because he played so much left-back, and then. Um, but for Roma, he's back to his uh, his traditional right side of defense. So I guess that's the player we're looking for. Um, yeah. Supposedly, um, he's a little more de- defensively gifted than Karsdorp was, and then he's also obviously capable of playing at both right back and left back, kind of like how Adriano was. Although we are pretty um, good. on I don't think to the same the same caliber. I won't. I will not say that. But you know, the uh, the ability to play two positions is nice.
1: Yeah. um, No, I mean, that's that's all good. I think he fits the profile, especially as a guy who had high potential and never quite fulfilled it. And Besiktas is the type of team that likes to bank on its ability to sort of uplift players through its um, fervent fan base and, and, you know, sort of heartfelt support and all of that. And it's worked out in some cases and very clearly has not in others. (laughs) (laughs) Loris <laughs> <Lawrence Karius. laughs> but um yeah i mean we'll see it, it, it could work out i mean to his defense he's not just a kind of uh would-be talent that didn't pan out he's actually racked up a, a huge amount of matches under his belt for all of the clubs you mentioned so he didn't he, he wasn't just a guy that didn't really pan out as a would be talent like he played a lot for all of those sides yeah new he just didn't become
0: the best fullback in the world like the video games or maybe yeah, probably exactly. uh, FM made of may have also suggested but uh probably did yeah you know still hasn't always work career.
1: out yeah and sometimes you know what like being that like a uh, three-star player on FM rather than a four or five star but you kind of get that steady career nonetheless we've all if anyone's played FM they know you know you, there's always room for One or two of those guys, even in your starting lineup, um, even from saying some of the better teams in the world. So, uh, you know, it makes sense that when he's 29, you give up on that and you move on to someone younger you can develop. uh, And that's where a club like Besiktas steps in. Uh, We'll see. I mean, I'm fine with it. We very desperately need a right back, and he's clearly competent enough to have played all those matches in very high-level leagues. So, why not? Uh, Is it? Do we know if it would be a permanent deal or a loan is he is he only on i think they contract? just had
0: like made an initial um they, i think that's what the terror test said it was like an initial meeting went positively um and he, so how, think,
1: do you know what his contract is like over there in rome
0: two more years 2022
1: mm. so that's kind of right when you'd sell him i guess right if you don't plan on yeah. signing him. uh well all right that's that's that but i mean i guess he probably wouldn't go for a lot of money and it would probably again be like one of those loan plus buyout thingies so we could s- sort of spread out the cost and and uh, mitigate the risk if it didn't work out uh in which case we'd probably switch back to i would imagine DoraCon and we sell douglas i think that would probably be the more sustainable financial route and Doracon has more hope and potential although some among resigns, us, that is yeah. i was gonna say some among us in vegetables international are convinced he's headed elsewhere um because this is the last year of his contract and he's yet to resign for those who do not know so Durkan Tokuz if you're listening and speak English for whatever reason (laughs) sign that contract fella come on you're putting us making us stressed we don't need that right now um but yeah so that's it for the defense let's move to the midfield I like this format just kind of talking about positions and then wherever that goes um Obviously, since we're starting from the back and going forward, we'll start from the back of the midfield just the same, uh, which would mean looking at a defensive midfielder. Um, The best news of all uh, that we've had to report in probably a while even, even um, amongst other good news, is that Atiba Hutchinson re-signed. And you probably thought I was going to spoil something else, which is also great news. But I'm going to go there. I think re-signing Atiba at... A great cost, for that matter, um, is the best news of all. Tebow Hutchinson is back. We had a great touching tribute video for him on social media. Uh, did you see that, Evan? Yeah. Nice stuff.
0: It's yeah, so a one-year extension again. Um, yeah, another so one. I think I'll take the- him till he's 38 years old, uh, which – the media like to say he was already 38. Uh, he's not. In fact, yet 38. He'll be 38 in February. So uh,
1: wasn't it one plus one?
0: Um, I don't know, as of I saw, was, they just said one year. But I think it's it always seems to be one plus one, one plus one, one plus one. But then at the end of the summer, we're talking again if he's gonna come back. So as of today, what we know officially, because there wasn't like a um a stock market announcement. I see. That yeah. 2021 is what we see. Um, nice. Well, they announced one year, but no like details of a uh, additional year. But I assume it's kind of up to Atiba.
1: I still Atiba say wants to play. I still say we could start. Year. We could start treating him like a player coach and giving him <laughs> as a bonus to his salary a coach's salary. So that might even be off the books. I don't know how that works. But, um, moving on, elsewhere on the back line. So obviously with him there that means he's the guy who's sort of cdm one cdm two would probably be doricon and three nejip uh but so that some people again with talk of doricon maybe not resigning or being our backup right back or even our starter should we not uh get santone or whatever whatever it could be what we do know is that they're on the market for someone else and this someone else by the depth and quality that they're looking at might take over CDM1 if you really look at it. And so we're talking about Evran.
0: Um, well, I mean, my I think we mentioned him last episode, but we're still being linked to Mario Lamina. And then uh, I believe the other rumor that you're referring to that's still popping up is uh, Badu Indiaye. And both of those players were on loan to the Turkish League last year that's right if you remember and uh india has played he's got a history two yeah. loans to Turkish league uh he's played on osman la travel zone and gala and lamina just spent last year on Gala. so those are the two high profile cdm slash cms that we're being linked to currently
1: yes uh, very interesting moves very nice um Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about this after. I have theories about why we may be stacking up on these positions. But um, beyond that, yeah, I mean, I think Lamina would probably be the best defensive midfielder in the league if he returned, as he was just about last season, statistically, I I believe. Uh, And Daye... Yeah, I
0: mean, I think Lamina is a little bit more of a direct like El Neni replacement. While Ndiaye is a little bit more box to box. goes forward a little more. Lamina is more of, you know, that uh sits deep type midfielder while India is a little more box to box. So I'm not sure if um Saragan was looking to, you know, just transition India into that defensive mid roll or use him as both.
1: Yeah, some sort of um, transition. But I think
0: Lamina is like the perfect replacement for that deep Midfielder in that four-one-four-one, we were rocking.
1: Yeah, I do too. And so there's talk that we've gotten pretty close to him and May again. I mean, Galatasaray would be furious if that happened, and their fans—that uh, would be something that they, they would maybe never relax from. Um, I'm okay with it still. Uh, moving on to the to the next sort of logical spot in the midfield, here we'll go to the center of the midfield. Uh, to, the, to the 8, to the original 8, I suppose, where again, uh, Ndaya could theoretically be more of a, that type of a player, but what we definitely have there is amazing, um, actually. Uh, first of all, good news coming in the form of financial stuff. Ozan Ozyakup, we talked about this for a while, maybe doing this, has indeed well, I'll let you tell. I'll let you give us the news, everyone. What's he? What's he done for this club of ours?
0: Birakmam Sunday. Um, I I I believe he's taking a pay cut. If I'm, I'm that's correct. Right. A big one. Um, yeah. I think it was. Didn't we mention it last episode or? We didn't get was it into not official it. Yeah, we, we didn't
1: really it. get into details on it. Um, but yeah, it was it was a huge pay cut from 2.2 to 1.2 million. So like a whole million off, almost half off. Um, yeah you can't really you feel bad about it given the news that we're going to be really revealing next Uh, so he took a huge pay cut to stick around with us and how about the club and the next move incoming was Evron and I'll give a drum roll to this one
0: Uh, the man I said would never come not to get your hopes up is what I said. Um, well, apparently you should have gotten your hopes up because Bernard Mensah somehow is now a bitch touch player. Sorry. Um, yeah, the financials are really good too. Uh, I think we'll get into how this happened, but, um, it's a loan with an option to buy, not an obligation, which is even better. So it's 500 K loan fee with a 4.5 million option to make it final, which would be a total of 5 million. Um, so i guess when i originally stated this to defend myself i said not to get your hopes up um whatever the Kaiser series four president has a good relationship with the club and a good relationship with uh mensa because she made she came out in some crazy statements saying we made a promise so we're gonna you know honor it regardless of what other offers um come out uh, so they spent about 3.5 million to get him and now and he played well and now they're letting him go for 500k up front so they would make a profit potentially in the future yeah. um but uh he, they definitely had offers for more than 500k up front um but Mensa himself really wanted to play for us and not for other if teams. you
1: wanna if it, like you, you know, know what, let's 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 spill the tea a little bit shall we
0: um so Galatas and yeah. I stepped and in. And when he did, he posted, thank you, mom, yeah, the president. Yeah, so no, clearly. He, this
1: guy's a black eagle. Clearly, he
0: was like, thank you for this letting me go um, to where I wanted to go. Black
1: star. Black star. Black eagle. Combined. Uh, black eagle star. And, and, <laughs> li- catch this, folks. Ladies, gentlemen, anyone in between. We have a sordid tail on our hands here. So just as everything was basically done, let's just call them Agent X, swooped in last minute and tried to make a huge offer. 10 mil, supposedly. And now you could make the argument, that's absurd. Who would even pay that much for a player like that? This is not a good precedent to be set. It's Mehmet Topu's all over again. And it really would be even dirtier than that. Um, Or at least as dirty. But... um, you could even argue that they might not even have been able to pay that and they were just trying to delay the whole process and hurt Besiktas because as we said sort of pre-episode we're gonna need to get these any new guys, and that obviously includes Mensa but even more so a striker and a right back which we've talked about um into the squad training with the squad sort of flowing with the squad working you know, understanding the system we're trying to play and how we're trying to play it. Um, And so the kind of shenanigans at work there that Gladys and I were trying to pull are a level of dirt that we haven't (laughs) seen in quite some time. Now, I might've felt a little bit bad about taking, not just Mensa, uh, winning out in that whole thing, but then also uh snatching lamina should we be able to do it in southampton but now i really kind of i want that and i want it bad uh because glad tried that stuff and they're talking so much trash uh having lost out that you know what um this is war <laughs> i'm not this shall not stay uh anyway do you have any thoughts on that before we move on everyone
0: yeah, I mean I think there was the, in the announcement video they had some like low key snipes at Gala saying that like my he was like my home is overlooking the the sea, not the highway. And um as I have been in Istanbul before, I'm not sure if you've been when you drive by uh you know their stadium at the TT Arena, it's it's just like yeah, a like yeah, thing to a highway. Like a mall or something. Um and our stadium is obviously next to the Bosphorus Strait. So he says, my home is in C, I didn't want to be next to the, you know, next to the highway looking down from my home. Um, so basically, like, my home is Bishop Uh, so yeah, low-key, and, key, by the way, r- not really low-key at, at all, but,
1: but
0: um... <laughs> yeah, so yeah, definitely not we low-key going, at all. We're going, we're gunning. Um, <laughs> for,
1: like, I didn't, like, what they tried to pull was, was just gross. So I thought we were being petty at first, and then when I realized what they had tried, uh, I felt like it could have even been nastier, but... Tis what it is. Uh, I think what we can do is maybe get Lemina also. Just stick it in a little further. Uh, moving on up to the attacking midfield, the number ten role. Um, there's nothing incoming. Obviously, we have no need thus far. Uh, Adam Ljajic has gone part. down to an injury. Although I don't think it's the type that would have. Um, prevented him from playing against Paup. I think he'll be alright. At least that's how it was reported. Um, other news Vissel Kobe is coming in for a 3 million offer for him. I don't think that would match. That would oh, not match oh, our valuation yeah. whatsoever. Uh, so they can.
0: Yeah, that's that best half yeah. of what I think. At best half. And plus, not then you also have to
1: convince I that close. his. You know, aspirations for a you know fruitful career are over, and he's he's willing to yeah. try something uh, off the beaten path, right? Going to the, to the J League—that's a that might be a, a hard sell. Thus far, the only Europeans to really do that are very old ones, especially at that caliber. So, yeah. I would guess the answer to that is no, um, and and hope so. Frankly, we're going to need him certainly for Pauk um moving on i mean let's just keep moving right Hasich is still penned in as our backup there which i'm excited by i hope he sticks it out and doesn't get loaned out but you know obviously should we need a foreign spot as we talked about we're already at 14 and that's before any strikers um with wellington though as a as a caveat uh, but should we need spots, you know, hostage could be loaned out. Obviously I think we have some guys we'd like to sell first. Perhaps we can talk about that briefly afterwards. Uh move on though. Wings. There's there's news there. What do we got, everyone?
0: Um, I don't think there's anything like wildly new. Um we're still in talks with uh Mr uh Mr. Ginger Turk, <laughs> the legend. Um GT seven get Um There's still uh, obviously we're not getting him for free as we reported, and their president is still coming out with statements saying, you know, we're not gonna let him go for free. And uh, the current rumor is they want money and Umut Nayir, and um, don't think we want to give money plus Umut, so might be Umut and another player. Um, we'll see. But the president came out and said Gekon wants to come to us. Their president said that Gekon wants to come to Vishkash. Yeah. Which I guess is not really news. We could probably have assumed that. Um,
1: and but, he's uh, basically yeah. waiting for an offer. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. I'm alright giving up Umut Nair, especially since we've got the family man, Laren, back. We'll talk about the family yeah, man. we we'll to talk about the family man <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that frees up space, and then also we clearly are going to be bringing in transfers. And I mean, we have, we we have three guys on the books now in the way of Kyle Laren, Guven Yalchin, and Umut Nair. So uh, if we're bringing out other not guys, not to in... mention
0: we have uh, Ozan Agun, who's with the youth national team currently. Oh, there you go. Um... 19-year-old. Nice. Uh,
1: But, so yeah, just to quickly wrap up the wing talk, Gokhan Tore. yeah, he'd be welcome for me as a fourth option. I think given his injury record, you wouldn't want to be relying on him for much more than that. But, obviously, he has the capacity to be really good and maybe be much more than a fourth winger on a team or third or fourth, whatever that would be. Um, But, so, you know, his health and uh, desire willing, that could be a good move. Uh, obviously, yeah. he, you know him wanting to come back is is positive.
0: I think he's a big confidence player, like a huge confidence player. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he has to feel like welcome, I guess. Um, you know, I if you remember that first spell with village when he was playing, like he was, you know, in out of his mind, and then after when he went to West Ham and he kind of started playing hurt, and the fans started, you know, dumping on him. Yeah, he looked like a a different person, himself. and then he got hurt, came back, uh, and like, and then when he just kind of lost his confidence again, it was like he was useless. Um, so under Saragin, he's had you know a little bit of a recovery. Uh, you know, he, he plays more like himself again, and uh, if he comes for cheap. I think it's definitely you know potential to be either an impact off the bench like a super sub or a rotation player, because um, we're gonna have potentially Europe a twenty one or twenty two league or twenty two team league and a and a cup so I thought it was yeah. 21,
1: 22, wow um yeah and obviously maybe champions league ideally yeah um yeah lots of lots of opportunities for anyone uh we have to be fairly deep and talented. Uh but so yeah I'd love to see him come back. Striker this is where obviously the most exciting stuff comes into play and we talked about Umut Nair going. Uh we' made an allusion to the family man let's so so kyle Laren is returning and so we should probably briefly talk about the rumor that uh part of his ascendance and and rejuvenation is a part of is a product of the fact that he was under a bad influence previously uh that being uh should I just yeah? Let's go for it. Ryan Babel, yeah. uh, and he's Ryan gone. Babel. Obviously, we don't like him anyway. So, and he's had children, twins, I think. or uh, whatever. Maybe just a single child. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I only have one. I only have one child, but I know how much that can be impactful. Um, and so, yeah, I'm. I, you know, I, I know that having children can really flip the, the switch on on a person's character. But so supposedly, the family life has shifted the man's priorities. He's become something of a family man. And so the family man, Laren, is ready (laughs) to do business for Besiktas. What are your thoughts, everyone?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think that's one of the best nicknames that you've ever come up with.
1: Um, (laughs) Gotta be. um,
0: I mean, to me, I think I, I didn't see a lot of him in Belgium. Um... I think Khan can talk a lot more about that. But uh from what I did see, which was very small snippets because it's not like Zulta Wargum games are plastered all over the internet. But um no. he had some confidence there, you know, dyed his hair blonde, um, was attacking crosses, winning headers, you know, which I think is what we at least the bare minimum we expected when he came. But um I think it's worth potentially a, a second look. Um Maybe it's too risky for a pile game, but you know I do want to see him get at least one more chance, to be honest.
1: I really wish that we had some friendlies. And so we'll talk a little bit about the Land of Legends, uh, which we mentioned last week, uh, which comes in a little late, though. Uh, it'd be nice to see some of these guys who are coming back into the fold, if they have improved in any measurable way. Uh, if they could get along with this unit for whatever you know whatever it might be if they're in good form with these guys you'd maybe toss them out against Pau and see what they got and if they can stick beyond that maybe and, and alleviate some of the needs we have uh, as far as spending money for new guys so i would like very much to see um a guy like laren get a shot a guy like Isimat Mirin, uh who am i forgetting Ozan Ozier your Miran. You know. Miran, yeah. Uh, Ozan, Oziakouk, obviously, as well. I mean, there are a bunch of guys. And so it's a shame, in a way.
0: Hasidic.
1: Hasid for sure. Um, so, sure. yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, I, I hope these guys get some opportunities. You mentioned already, we're going to have a huge, long season. And there will be a lot of opportunities out there for, for everyone. At least, like, two deep, certainly, you know. So, Ozan, as our second central midfielder, will get a lot of play. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, for, if he's better than, than Mensa I don't see why he wouldn't take the position. Although, who knows? I mean, again, I want to talk about this afterwards. but So let's focus on Stryker again, because this is really the biggest need for the club right now, aside from perhaps right back, since we really don't have any. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's talk some of the fun stuff now. So obviously last week we were supposedly very close to Mario Balotelli uh it's not really panning out as always it never seems to every year what do we got there everyone?
0: yeah i cry every time um no i'm joking but uh but sort of you're not. yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know what what turned out but um the president came out and said oh saragan doesn't want bottle which i think was code for we can't come to agreement with raiola um,
1: and really, it was something along the way, like he's not on his list. It was something vague yeah. enough that like if he did sign later on, he'd be like, "Oh, I just meant that he gave me a list and he hadn't been on that." But that doesn't mean he's not the. You know, whatever, <laughs> right? Like, but um, yeah, yeah, that was what they claimed. Milo Telly's out. Still, sort of annoys me, but we'll talk about why. Because anyway, the options that have thus been presented since, and that we're still kind of working with are uh, so supposedly the guy on top of Sergen Yeltsin's list is Zé Luis from Porto. Uh, we have a history of getting strikers from there who have actually been all right for us, but not sure that would pan out this time. Um, also, obviously, the talk that's been going from the beginning of the transfer season till now, and is probably the most realistic, honestly, at least uh, for, for the Pauk game. is talk of Papis Cisse, Uh, who's obviously came to fame at Newcastle in the Premier League, but has uh, resurfaced with Alanya recently and had a great season last year. He's 35, (laughs) Uh, as there is. And then, supposedly, the agent of Loic Remy, uh, formerly of Chelsea, and uh, more recently of Lille. Obviously, Lille has a glut of forwards now. He's a free agent. Uh, and his agent is shopping around in Istanbul. He's supposedly vacationing in Turkey, and his agent's in Istanbul, uh, talking to Fener and Besiktas, you know, knowing that we obviously need a striker. Loic Lemi is 33 as opposed to 35. That's spring chicken. Uh, so a whole two years younger than than the most likely option, Papi Sise. Also formerly of the Premier League, though of a higher caliber, you could argue. Obviously, Chelsea relative to Newcastle. Um Yeah, what do you have on any of that stuff, Evron?
0: I mean, I think the rumors are saying that Poppy C says the closest um it also looks like to be the cheapest. And so you should mention uh, right Louis... we're talking
1: about getting two strikers. That's the talk. So,
0: yeah, I mean There before it was Balo and Akpam or Balo and Cisse, Um, but now it looks like Balo's off and Akpam's off because we're playing his team, Um, so I guess we'll see him. Yeah,
1: so he Um, could be the second guy. I guess right, they could be putting that one off till after Pauk.
0: But um, I think Zay is going to be tough. Porto just paid a lot of money for him, so I I don't think they want to loan him.
1: They asked for twelve million initially. uh, Uh, Last I heard, it was like eight million. Uh, we're obviously not going to offer anything like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> supposedly they're really eager to let him go though. Cause he was particularly unfruitful for them uh, and their fans really want to see him go and want to see them get some money for him. So they're doing the whole, like, Oh, he's a great driver. You'd love him. You know, that whole, <laughs> I hate that thing. I'm pretty
0: that would peck to <laughs> Yes.
1: Yes. Um, but so, yeah, I, they, they might budge, you know, bring it down a bit, but I wouldn't imagine it's still going to be anything that we could afford. Maybe another loan plus option. Although clearly Mensa is already going to take up a lot of our, you know, our our bill for next year. So I don't know, unless we get, again, very creative as we have and do like a, a two year loan plus option or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really see it, frankly. Um, so who do you think? Who do you think we got? You had to pick the two that are most likely.
0: I'm unfortunately I'm starting to realize say is gonna. You know they're, they're talking a one plus one deal short term. He's supposed to be waiving the uh, the sign on bonus that he asked for. Saragans so coached with them before. He's a free agent. I mean, I feel like we're just gonna take the 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 safe route. And get uh, an experienced player for the for the Champions League.
1: Yeah, I think that's you know, the just time's pressure. Running now, of, so. Yeah, I was gonna say that the pressure of meeting the deadline to to register a guy and also get a guy onto the team, training with the team, might be what forces it. Unfortunately, uh, and I'm with you. I'm not very enthusiastic about it. I mean, he he could honestly pan out. Who knows? Obviously, he has a
0: he's also 35. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. As long as it works out for the one season, I mean, the last old striker we got from Alanya made me want to, you know, pluck my eyeballs out. But, um, you know, Cissé is a different player, so. Very different. I mean, we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to just stereotype, you know, they both come from Alanya means they suck. That's not how it works.
1: No. Uh, And Emre Emre from that same class that we got screwed on, Emre Akbaba has really clearly panned out for Galatasaray. So I guess, you know, it broke both ways. We'll see how it goes this year. Uh, we obviously already have Nsakala from them. So maybe we're we're going to buy the Wellington, good and the bad. So and hopefully, uh, maybe they're both good somehow. But um, yeah, Cissé is clearly not the long-term option. So I think the second striker is the one that's supposed to get Best Touch fans excited. Uh, we'll see where that goes. I don't think it would be Loic uh, Lemmy. <laughs> I think that Remy, it's probably Remy or Cissé at this point, And I'm, I think Cissé is the, you know, the safe option, as far as we know, what he's capable of in the Super League. Dah, 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 dah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think unlike Love, I don't. I think he'll be more of what we expect, scoring like you know, one every two games type thing, instead of just fluffing his lines every three seconds. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, hopefully he's not an Ennerramo, right? That would be the extreme for. Uh, yeah, for I mean, he says
0: has, you know, classes permit. He's had good seasons in the past. Yeah. No, I uh, maybe not every season. I actually think he might probably the Turkish League. He might
1: know. actually do pretty he he'd probably do well for us. I mean relatively well, not not maybe like fifteen.
0: And his finishing record was, you know, like average. He wasn't like outlandishly good this year, so it wasn't like he can't continue it to like a moderately good degree. He had like twenty goals or something like that. He was second to Sorloth. Um, but like his chance ratio missed to scored was like normal. Wait, so wait how many goals did he I have in these? Hold
1: twenty-two.
0: Wow, I believe. Yeah. Okay. He had, he, he had quite a lot of goals and week. only two uh,
1: penalties. When I heard, so okay, okay. Uh, I, you know, honestly, he could be all right. Um,
0: yeah, twenty-two goals.
1: We'll see what happens there. Two penalties. We'll see what happens there Obviously like Atiba's, And they're all drunk. inside
0: the box So uh, nice. okay. This man's not He's more of a Gomez Not a okay, Not a Bubakar scoring screamers And then the year before that He scored 16 um, You know He's been pretty consistent in Turkey
1: Alright I mean you know You're actually talking me up on this I'm gonna be honest This guy might be alright Let's do this
0: I mean I think he was inconsistent in England um, So like that was like He was kind of hot and cold but you know the Premier League versus. Say no more. Really- say no
1: more. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. I can. I'm. I'm down for this now. Then. You know what? What the hell? Let's see where this goes. Atiba's kicking it strong at 38. So, what's going What the hell? What's the worst that could happen? We'll, we'll. We'll have another striker anyway. Bro. Well. We <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Don't <laughs> say. Saying- yeah. We can fail. fail uh, against Pauk, and go nowhere. That would be terrible. That would be the worst case scenario. Actually. Um. But that's it. That's all we got. For, for rumors and whatnot. I, I, I don't think Zay Luis is realistic either. I'm with you on that. So let's talk some fun stuff away from the transfer wire. Uh, right about when this episode will release, another fun thing is gonna be releasing and that's gonna be our kits this season. We are doing an event with, uh, I would imagine some of the players and everything at 9 a.m. Turkish time, Uh, that will be on August 17th, no, August 18th, I guess, in Turkey, it's the 17th year. Um, So I think it's like 3 a.m. our time. So again, when this releases, right as you're listening to this, you can uh, change the channel when you're done, and you'll probably be able to see the new kits get released. Uh, we're gonna what do you have for that? Uh what, what what are we what have we been promised thus far as far as what, what's gonna come?
0: Um, well yeah, supposedly according to Orta Chizgi, which has not been not it's not had a good summer, so I won't promise this is true, but um we're apparently getting a, a, a unique special derby kit. Um mm-hmm. for uh, the Birak Mam derby. sene. It's a special yeah. for
1: the Birak Mam Senate campaign.
0: So, so um you know, I don't want to get too hyped, but uh, you know, we never had a special kit before, so you know. Well, we have, but I've, not, I've so. seen I've seen what other clubs have had, and I've been jealous. So I want that for for us. So hopefully we can get something really really cool.
1: That would be awesome. Yeah, no, that would be really cool. So four kits this year is is the good news. We're gonna have a white kit. It's supposedly gonna be half white, half grayish. I actually like it, though. Some people are critical as far. Uh, we're going to have a chubuku, obviously the, the white and black striped kit. Somewhat famous. Uh, and then I think we're also going to have a red kit. Ever?
0: Yeah. I, it's like, I, I think we there was a, we talked about it in the chat. It like a, we have the one template. Um,
1: the template kit. Isn't it yeah. red though? It's a red one again.
0: I believe so. Yeah, it's red. And then we have like a striped and then... White, there was another grayish. kit that they had to change because it was supposed to be Vodafone, like that white one. The all-white yeah. kit that was going to have the red detailing, I think is now changed to black. which is black detailing.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I mean, again, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, see soon. It, so. uh, also, great news. Uh, well, actually, not so great news. Also re- announced is that the Land of Legends friendly tournament with Fenerbahce. Antalya Spor, and Sivas has been announced date-wise. The the tournament's going to start on August 31st, uh, and we're going to play our match on September 1st. Um, So that's going to be way after our Pauk match, uh, and probably after the third round, for that matter. So hopefully we'll have some other stuff scheduled as well. Um, But yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be playing Sivas. On the 1st of Yeah,
0: September. little mini tournament. So The winners of each game play against each other for the final, and the losers of each team of each game play each other. The yeah. other game is Talia. Antalya. So.
1: We could be the champions of the prestigious Land of Legends yeah. tournament. We could be the legends. I don't know. I don't, I don't sure know. sure we'll get
0: weapon. a cool little trophy if we win. So Something funky. Yeah.
1: Maybe a little
0: money? Yeah, I doubt it. Um, 12 bucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pack of gum. Um, but so yeah, that's it. That's all we got this week. <clears throat> it was supposed to be a short one, and of course, that never happened. Uh, it, it, we're just not capable of it. And there actually, there was a lot to talk about, to be fair. Uh, everyone, any any parting thoughts for these guys?
0: Um, Well, we'll see if I jinxed any more transfers this week. But uh,
1: Well, positive jinx, right? Last week you said it wasn't going to yeah. happen, so... Hopefully this week. Um, Who would you say wasn't going to happen? You said we're not going to be able to get Zay Luis. You said we're not going to be able to get... Get uh, Kana Khan. of oh, yeah. Khan. So, yeah, there's a couple of ones. Look out for those ones, folks. Uh, yeah. Basically, you can pretty much <laughs> chalk those up as guaranteed. No, I'm kidding. Um, yes. Thanks for, for tuning in, everyone, as always. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, here you can follow us at Eagles underscore podcast bane of Philadelphia Eagles fans existence that we are um oh the mothership at Touch underscore I-N-T follow this guy over here at fan of BJK for all of the Aklon's hot takes follow myself at sir underscore rights underscore a lot uh yeah you know trying to keep it busy these days there's so much to talk about so yeah we have a lot of fun over there on twitter <laughs> Typically. Um as always most importantly and I think it would be such a shame if I didn't say it. Go
0: Bexix! Go Bishikdash International hopes you enjoyed this program.